0: Welcome to One Foot Down Podcast. This is Eric back with you on our 24th episode. Um, today's podcast is going to be pretty short. Um, it's just going to be me today talking about the Notre Dame Stadium renovation. Um, we do know that the uh, Board of Trustees are meeting in Rome, Italy, uh, Roma as they call it, in Italian, uh, over this past weekend, I'm taping this on a Sunday night. So I am assuming that those meetings are wrapping up shortly. um, Everyone kind of knows that uh, this plan was hatched or at least hatched to the public back in May 2013. Um, That was the first time we heard anything about something like this. The school did come out with a a picture of a proposed uh, renovation which I think a lot of people really liked. Um, You know I think not everyone's gonna think it's perfect. Um, There's definitely some criticism with that drawing. We don't know if that's the final drawing. I'll get into that more in a little bit. But, um, you know, I think the school had to be pleased with the uh, the response they got with that, that first design that they showed the public. Um, so if everything goes according to plan, if you listen to some of the uh, people close to Notre Dame, we might have some sort of an announcement. This week um, I've seen... And heard Wednesday of this week being thrown out there, so that's why I wanted to tape this podcast and get it out beforehand. Uh, Hopefully, get some people on the site talking about the renovation and what they what they want to see, what they don't want to see. So that's what I'm here to to do. I want to I want to open up this discussion, kind of go through some of the things that I've seen around the internet that people are worried about, and kind of interject some of my opinion on those matters. I think the first thing I want to tackle is the fact that I think there's been a little bit of blowback since that first design was, was shown to the public, and um, I'm not sure if everyone has seen um, a second design that's been floating around the Internet. Um, I think if you search it hard enough, um, you'll be able to find it. Um, it's nothing official, so I'm not going to be able to link it link to it on our site. I'll actually put up the first design on the site um, with this podcast um, within the article so people can look at it again and kind of get a good understanding of what I'm talking about. Um, But there's been another one that's come out and I think it's kind of reignited the whole argument about what Notre Dame's doing, what they plan on doing, what they should do. Um, And I think the uh, I'll talk about some of the changes that were in that fuzzy looking picture distorted picture that was um, published by somebody. Um, so we do know that uh, this is pretty much part of the university's master plan. Um, you can also Google that if you want. and There's a lot of information out there talking about what Notre Dame plans on doing in the, the next 15, 20 years uh, and even longer. Uh, they got a lot of changes. Obviously, you have to plan, have to grow, uh, have to prepare for the future. And the stadium renovation is a big part of that Uh personally I think it's a great idea um, and um, in my opinion at least I think this has to be more than just you know making a little bit better stadium a better football stadium you know a, a nicer looking stadium I think it has to be has to go beyond that and if they're spending the money now I think you know you really have to go big and I'll get to that in a second that's kinda of one of my big themes with uh, what I like to see out of the stadium renovation um One of the things that the school has been talking about, and I think there's a lot of argument about this, is the fact that the stadium is slowly becoming more of a central location for students on campus and workers on campus. Now, I know this is a very controversial topic for a lot of people. Um, I'm not really sure why. Um, If you actually look at the campus map, you can kind of see there's a lot of dead space in terms of where you could possibly grow or build buildings, um, if that makes sense, build buildings. Um, Obviously, to the south of the football stadium, you have a lot of parking lots. Um, If I remember correctly, I do believe um, Legends, the restaurant pub just south of the stadium, is going to be torn down at some point. I don't know if that's going to be within a year or two or kind of a longer-term plan. I kind of have my own thoughts on that and I think it should be gone by the time that the renovation's done so um, hopefully they'll link those two things together Um, I do believe I think I've heard somewhere they're planning on some sort of a parking even an underground parking garage um, in or around that Legends area Um, for a lot of universities this is a problem you know you you only have so much land available to you um, and parking's a big issue for a lot of people Um, they probably aren't going to want to park a build up towards the sky with a parking ramp and make it kind of an eyesore on campus, so something underground is probably a good idea over there just south of the stadium. But in terms of Notre Dame Stadium being central location, you know, a lot of alums from uh, 20, 30 years ago kind of think that that's a crazy statement, but uh, if you look at everything that Notre Dame's planning, it's slowly starting to shift um, to the east a little bit and definitely to the south. Uh, if you look at the stadium, uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you're actually on a computer, it might help you to actually um, look at the Notre Dame map. Uh, you know, they have the uh, stuff that's been built on Eddy Street. You have Eddy Street Commons just south of, the, of uh, East Angela Boulevard. Um, you have DeBlo- DeBartolo Performing Arts Center south of the stadium. Um, Irish Green, there's a little bit of land there. Um, the new hockey rinks to the south. Um, there's a lot of lot of room here, and and the big thing, you know, w- with the students in particular is they're spending a lot of their time just um, just to the west of the stadium, and a lot of students are, have classes in DeBartolo Hall. Uh, a lot of students at, in Mendoza, the College of Business, and uh, you know, part of the plan with the with, with the stadium renovation is having turning the stadium into a place where students can hang out, um, whether that be a student center. Um, extra classrooms, uh, meeting rooms, um, computer labs, stuff like that. Um, I'm hoping that that's still all part of the plan. Um, and, you know, I think maybe some of the the miscommunication or misunderstanding with that is that a lot of the dorms are kind of pushed over to the east still, and it's a bit of a walk from the stadium over to the, the dorms, but I don't really think that's too uncommon. I know at my school, uh, I don't know if how many people know I went to St. Lawrence way up in northern New York and the situation there was kind of similar to this you had the dorms kind of pushed off into the one part of the campus and then your student center classrooms dining hall kind of centrally located so you didn't really spend a whole lot of time um, walking back and forth to your, to your dorm all day you kind of hung out uh, in the middle of campus and I think that's something that they want to do at Notre Dame they want to have the stadium be more than just a football stadium that sits there unused, and they want to take take advantage of that space, and uh, have it be a place for students to hang out. Um, I think that's a really good idea. So I wanted to get into some of the things that they talked about last summer when this first came out, the news first broke about Apostle Stadium renovation. Um, when that story broke, they said there was going to be a feasibility study for six to nine months, so... Um, we're kind of right around that time where they are going to be announcing something, which kind of times up properly. Um, we know they're meeting in Rome, so hopefully we'll see something soon. Um, they did say they're probably going to add around 4,000 seats. Now, a lot of that's going to be um, uh, club seating. Um, part of the plan is to build a a suite box um, on the western side of the stadium. The current press box is on that side. I'm I'm guessing they're just going to demolish that altogether um, and then rebuild this this suite on that side and then go back to the other side of the stadium on the eastern side and build a new press box on that side. And I think another part of the press box is they wanted to make um, a place where they can uh, wine and dine, folks. Um, I probably won't see anything too formal in there, but I I think uh, something nicer... Even though the press box right now is really nice uh, for college football standards, um, I think they really want to make it a, a really nice facility. So, um, similar to what Michigan's done, they've basically put two big structures on the east and west um, of their stadium. Actually, I don't know if it's east or west for Michigan because I don't know which way the stadium is facing, but you get my point. They have two. Um, big boxes on each side of the stadium running along the sidelines and um, that looks like that's going to be definitely part of the plan for Notre Dame excuse me if I take a sip of my Diet Pepsi Um, so 4,000 new seats um, probably not really going to be anything really material or materially um, different than what the stadium's like now except for those club seats I've seen some talk that the uh, gold seats will be removed um, some other talk that they might be moved up a little bit higher away from the field um, I like that idea I think um, I think you need to get a bit I think you need to get fans that are more rowdy closest to the field and I think getting rid of the gold seats kind of helps with that um, uh, who knows if they'll just get rid of those altogether um, I haven't seen anything about whether they're gonna keep the bench seating. Um, I would assume they're going to keep bench seating throughout the entire stadium. I would be very surprised if they did anything other than that. It's pretty much impossible because they they can't do that without um, severely uh, decreasing the amount of people that can fit inside the stadium. So um, I know a lot of people like the old-school feel of the the benches, uh, as cold as it can be uh, when the weather turns during the fall. But uh, not great for your back. I always feel when I leave games that my back wants to just rip out of my spine. But, um, yeah, so, so no uh, no nice comfy chairs for the fans, uh, which is probably going to – it's a good idea. It kind of preserves the, uh, the uh, tradition inside the stadium, uh, what have you. Um, they did mention that they're going to keep the original um, stadium that's still there um, – as many of you know, when they built this new renovation in 1996, or when they began in '96, they just basically plopped the new cement structure on top of the old bowl. And if you go inside, and you can actually see it there. They said back in the summer, I don't see why they would back out of this or not do it. They're going to keep that old bowl. Um, I'll talk about that in a little bit. I, I think there's some cool things maybe they could do with that. Um, A big part of the the plan, obviously, is to improve the visual attractiveness of the exterior. That was part of President Jenkins' uh, quote when he mentioned this in the summer. Uh, I think that's a really big key part to this whole thing. Um, Just in my opinion, I don't think the stadium is very attractive looking from the outside. I, I wouldn't call it ugly, but I think, you know... I could still remember driving up into the parking lots, my first time seeing the stadium, and being kind of uh, disappointed with how the exterior looked um, a number of years ago. So I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of things they can do better there. Um, hopefully they are, they're they're going to use brick and kind of match some of the buildings that have been built, like Compton and some of the stuff you've seen outside of the Joyce Center. I think that would that would look really cool, um, or even going back to a darker A darker red brick like the old stadium, I think, would be really neat. Um, Kind of would still fit in with the new stuff on campus, but still kind of set the stadium apart from the other buildings, if that makes sense. I think that would be pretty neat. Um, Another thing that President Jenkins mentioned was enhancing the game day experience. Um, Obviously, that's kind of a loaded statement. You know, what does that mean? Um, You know, there's a lot of things they could do. I don't think they're going to do anything too crazy. Um, we heard with the uh, the press conference with Under Armour that they don't plan on doing any sort of advertising within inside the stadium, um, no signage, anything like that. So I know the people are going to faint all over the world if there was anything like that. So um, the good news is that uh, nothing like that's going to happen. So um, we kind of keep that old-school atmosphere, although I I don't really understand the, the whole... Uh, no advertising. I can understand a little bit of the stuff on the video boards if it's really loud and in your face, but uh, in terms of like signs, I don't. I don't know. I kind of always think about the the baseball aspect of that, and it's kind of a tradition in baseball. And you know, looking back at some of the old ballparks, and they had all these signs all over the place. I thought that I think that kind of uh, lends some uh, some charm to those old stadiums. Uh, looking at some of the the old ads that the team's put up there. And I think it's kind of cool to be able to look back and look at old photographs and kind of, you know, see what time period it is, see what kind of ads were during that time. So I've never really kind of been uh, on board or really angry with a possibility of there being like just hanging signs inside the stadium. Um, But uh, I can understand the, uh, the stuff on the video boards that could, possibly intrude on people's um, ability to watch the game so I don't think we're going to see any of that Um, I think Jack Swarbrick's pretty uh, he's been pretty smart with that stuff and the way he's handled it and uh, you know I don't really have any other reason not to trust him Uh, like I said there's going to be premium seating Um, they Said last summer, there's going to be some classrooms, uh, meeting space, the new press box, which I also men- mentioned, and a student center. Uh, the student center now, uh, I've kind of briefly touched on it. I think that's something that I've seen people not really understand why they would do it, um, which to me doesn't make a whole lot of sense because, um, you know, the, the student center currently on campus at La Fortune just I don't think really fits um, a school like Notre Dame, I don't, I think they need they could do something a lot better than that. And uh, you know, especially during game days, it gets really cramped in there. It's really hot. Um, the bathrooms are really busy and stuff like that. And I, I don't know, I did, you would think Notre Dame could do a lot better than that. And uh, hopefully, this is part of the plan. I mean, um, definitely should be a place for students to hang out. And um, if they want to put that on the western side of the the stadium um, underneath the uh, premium seating—I think that's a great idea. So, um, um, another thing they've talked about—I'm um, not sure if this is directly from a quote from Father Jenkins or Swerbrick—but I have seen some stuff about them preserving the bowl. Um, I know that's um, probably common sense to everybody. Um, you're not going to see any, you know, third deck. Tacked onto the bowl, you're not going to see anything like that. Um, there's a lot of stuff out there, um, and I know uh, there's a there's a guy who d- does a really good job of uh, his own concept for Notre Dame Stadium, and he kind of made it into a little bit of a horseshoe. He opened up the north end um, of the of the stadium. He opened it up there, took out some of the seating, um, with the with the object there being able to see touchdown Jesus a little bit more. Um, to me, I don't really understand that. Although I th- think you know it, it could be cool, I just don't think it's really something that's realistic to pull off. Um, I, I mean, a lot of people say, "Well, you know, we've blocked touchdown Jesus with the with a new renovation that tacked on the seating on top of the old bowl," but you know, you, you could never see touchdown Jesus from the field. So, to me, that's kind of if we're going to do something, I think that's what you would have to do in order to make it really cool. I mean, I don't really see the point in ripping out that many seats and losing all that revenue just so, you know, if you're standing on top of the library, you can kind of maybe see the field again. Um, uh, Yeah, so, you know, to me, ripping out that seats, you know, if you're sitting in the stadium, it's not really going to help anyone um, and their ability to see the stadium, except for the people that are pretty much on the other end, on the southern end of the stadium, um, they might be able to see it. But then again, you know the the stadium's sunk in pretty low, and there's a pretty steep rise up to the ground level there. Um, it's not anything like Michigan, but um, you know if you just picture yourself standing on the 50-yard line and then looking towards the tunnel where the players come out, um, you can't see um, the ground level. You just kind of see the ramp that. Um, goes up into where the locker room, uh, the door to the locker room is. So, I mean, if you rip out, you know, even a good chunk, I'm not sure what the angle is going to be. I, I think you could have some cool pictures um, if you're in the south part of the stadium and you can get pictures of the players on the field um, during a game and then with touchdown Jesus in the background. But I just don't think that can happen. Um, so they're going to keep the bowl. Um they did mention they wanted to keep the view of touchdown Jesus. I think they what they mean with this is they don't want to build um, anything bulky on the north end of the stadium. I think they might keep that pretty much relatively the same. And if anything's going to be differ, different, they might just kind of tack on a little bit of a new exterior, um, which I think is needed. Um, but I think they're going to keep that pretty much the same, um, which isn't true for the eastern, western, and then the southern sides. Um, if you look at the the concept that was released in the summer. Um, there's quite a bit of a new, uh, new buildings on the the southern end, and you, well, you can't really tell what's on the northern end. I think they'll leave that alone, um, and just kind of keep it the way it is, with maybe some new bricks. So I'm trying to understand why some people don't want to see this renovation, or maybe skeptical. Um, I think one of those reasons is. I think this is really important. Um, it's a really big deal for Notre Dame. It's a really big deal for uh, college football in general. Um, you know, the the original renovation back in '96 was important. Um, I don't think it was terribly, you know, large in scope. It wasn't very grand. Um, anytime you put that many more seats in, or roughly 30,000 more, that's a pretty big deal. But um, you know, the press box is a nice addition. Um, but the stadium is pretty much similar to the way it was before that first renovation. I think um, the, uh, there's an opportunity now to make this a lot different, at least from an exterior perspective, or um, to maybe make it a little bit more clear. I think it's just, this is an opportunity to put more things in the stadium, but still keep the actual seating looking at the field part of the stadium relatively the same. Obviously you'll have the new press box on the other side so it's going to look a little bit different but I think there's a really good opportunity to keep the integrity of the way people are watching football games inside the stadium and keep that um, pretty much the same as it is right now but tack on things outside the stadium that can really help the students and fans and visitors from other schools. Um, so I think people are just naturally scared of what's going to happen. Um, I think they're, I don't know if I would say afraid, I think there's some worry about um, what this is going to look like, and I think maybe that kind of dovetails into another reason, is they're just afraid it's going to be ugly. Um, you know, with that second concept that was out uh, floating around the internet looks a little bit different than the first concept. Um, the first concept, if you look at it, The uh, the buildings around the exterior are pretty uh, pretty flush. There's not a lot of tiering. Um, The buildings just kind of go straight up. Um, And on the south, there's kind of a kind of similar to what it looks like now, but a little bit bigger, and then a little bit um, a couple buildings kind of tacked onto the side. Um, I'm interested to see how much that kind of pushes in towards the parking lot. The way they have in the concept, it doesn't look like it really intrudes into the parking lot area at all. Um, I know the space there on the southern end of the stadium is is pretty large, a lot larger than people think. So I think there's a little bit of room to grow there. Um, The other thing is uh, with this this new, slightly controversial second concept is they got rid of the uh, attachment of the stadium on the eastern side to the Joyce Center. Um, That's something... uh, I thought was pretty cool. Um, I did understand why people didn't like it. You know, you can imagine on game days how much crowd um, problems there would be there on that side of the stadium, and you know, you want to really allow people to walk freely through there. It can get really congested there um, an hour, an hour half before the game. And in that first concept, there's really only it looks like three, you know. Pretty large doors, but just three of them sitting there blocking the way, and the joy Center kind of sticks out and comes back right into the uh, eastern side of that block, and, you know, having hundreds of fans kind of stream through that area is probably not a very good idea. So the second concept got rid of that. Um, I kind of like the idea of having it flown to the joy Center. Um, you know... One of the big things I'm looking forward to, and I know Joe Shue and some of our basketball guys are, is whether or not this is a basketball facility is, in, is included in this renovation. I think with that first concept of having it connected to the Joyce Center, that was a, a tip-off that something's going to be built there. Now Jack Swerbrick, um, the Notre Dame athletic director, did say that they were getting a practice facility. I don't know why he hasn't been... Um, push on this topic a little bit more, especially because a lot of people don't believe they're ever going to see one. Um, Odds are we'll probably see one within the next 10 years. Um, The question is whether we're going to see this in the next four years when the stadium renovation is possibly going to be finished. Um, Swarbrick did mention possibly building a new facility altogether. Um, I don't know exactly where they would put that on campus you know you would probably want it pretty close to um, the current Joyce Center he also did mention repurposing um, Rolf's Sports Recreation Center which is just to the north of the Joyce Center um, slightly to the north east a little bit um, you know that could be a pretty good idea that's right across the uh, Lehigh Drive there from the Goog where the football players are so that might be a good idea so you know I thought I liked the connected part but I understand if that's going to hamper, you know, people's ability to uh, to walk around the stadium. And you probably would want the entire stadium to be free. Uh, so, um, you know, not going to be upset, really, with whichever route they, they take there. Um, so, I mean, I've kind of already touched on it a, a few times here. The big thing with me is I think they really have to go big with this renovation. I know um, – some people don't want to see that and I think that's kind of like the third thing that I've noticed just talking to other people and seeing some other people's opinions online um, you know people are afraid it's going to be ugly they're just naturally scared about what's going to happen and the third is they just don't want to see something on this grand of a scale um, you know I think there's a lot of traditionalists out there who don't really like having a you know, football stadium have all this other stuff in it um, I can kind of understand where they're coming from on that, but you know, I think the school has to look to the future here and and get more use out of the stadium. And, and you know, I think there a lot a lot needs to be said for you know renovating and building something that's truly you know really cool and offers a lot for the students, um, offers a lot for fans uh, year round, not just during you know Saturdays during the fall. I think. This is something where people can come to the stadium and, um, you know, 12 months a year, this is something that people can do if you're driving, you know, through Indiana. And as it is now, if you're there in the summer, there's not really anything you can do. You can go look at the stadium, walk around it, but there's nothing else you can do. Um, if they, you know, there's a lot of things you could do where people could come and have a good time and experience the stadium, and I don't see the harm in that. I think that's a good idea. Um and uh you know that's the kind of thing that gets nor- more Notre Dame fans out there and wants you know gets young kids that want to go to Notre Dame and go to school there and not necessarily play football but think it's a really cool place um so I think you know looking at the future that's something they have to do so I want them to see them go big with this renovation now I think my kind of some of my ideas are, are a little bit too big um the school hasn't come out with any sort of a financial figure um they don't start building anything until they have all of the money on hand or all the money pledged and 75% cash on hand. That's kind of how they roll. So I'm sure the meetings in Rome over the weekend were kind of banging out what the financial figures are going to be on this. There has been some uh, stuff floating around the internet around 300 to 350 million. Um, yeah, that's a lot of money, but I don't think it's an absurd amount of money for what Notre Dame's looking to do um you know a new a new press box um premium seating uh student center classrooms stuff like that i think they can easily do that within 350 million um fixing the exterior probably could get expensive um or add add another expense on top of all that other stuff but uh you know, Michigan did their renovation in 226 million. I don't know if they went over budget on that. Just quickly Googled that, and um, um, they didn't do a whole lot, but they did add quite a bit of stuff there. And I think Notre Dame's probably gonna do a little bit bigger than that, uh, a little bit more extensive. Um, and you know, you know, one of my things is now I th- maybe someone's wondering, well, what could they do to bring fans to the stadium or the students, or whatever? And one of my things is, I think it would be pretty neat if they had some sort of an atrium similar to Lambeau Field. Um, I don't know if anyone's been to Lambeau. I haven't been there, but uh, looking at it online, they have a really cool open-air atrium um, with some stuff in there, a couple of – I don't know. Maybe there's one restaurant, I think, um, and a few other things for the fans to experience. Um, I don't think Notre Dame can really build something quite as large as that in terms of like an open-air space. But I think, especially in the southern part of, on the southern part of the stadium, I think, kind of making that the fans' entrance, so to speak, is something that would be really cool. Having an atrium in there, um, you know, putting in a nice restaurant or pub, kind of replacing Legends, putting that inside of this, this quote-unquote atrium that exists in my head only. Um, you know, maybe putting in a, a team store specifically for the football team. Um, you know, the bookstore's big and everything, and people probably think that that's just overkill, but, you know, the bookstore gets insanely busy on football weekends, and I think it might help a little bit to have another store inside of the stadium. Um, I would be surprised if there wasn't an, uh, some sort of a store in there for the football team. But um, another thing is... Putting some sort of a Hall of Fame in there. There's a lot of cool stuff that's in the stadium right now. They have some you know, those the gold helmets that are kind of tacked onto the wall. Um, there's some stuff in the Joyce Center that's really cool. That's where they have the uh the Heizens, but I think there's a really good opportunity to create a really awesome football hall of fame inside of this new renovation. And I think if you had some sort of atrium, that's a great spot to put it. Um, um Another thing uh, is having some sort of a, an area where people can go for stadium tours. And, again, that's something I think should be a year-round activity. Um, you're not going to get a ton of people outside of football season, but, uh, you know, if this atrium can house all of that stuff, I think that's really cool. I mean, the, the students aren't going to really spend a whole lot of time in there, but, uh, you know, I think that's something for the fans uh, and opposing fans coming in on Saturdays, and Fridays and Saturdays during the during the season, that's something that would be really cool for everyone to experience. Um, so, you know, if you could, the southern end is kind of the fan area, and then the, the western side is the the students, more of the serious side where the, you know, the real stuff happens for the the students during the year. I think that'd be really cool. Uh, and then the, the eastern side is where the, the press and maybe faculty have some stuff. Uh, so I think there's a really cool opportunity to have that kind of... Uh, Trifecto: of the, the students, faculty, and the fans kind of on each side of the stadium there and then keep the, the northern side um, kind of the way it is. Um, so pretty much the last thing I want to talk about is the, the video boards. Um, now there's been some talk um, from some of the premium site guys that there will be two video boards uh, in the northern end of the stadium. If you look at that original concept from last summer, Um, You can kind of see, it looks like they built two little video boards. um, Not really the corners, but just off of the center. And it almost looks like they might be ripping out a couple rows of seats to kind of anchor those uh, video boards (laughs) um, into the corners there. I, I like that idea, but I don't like the idea of putting just one big video board on the southern end of the stadium. And my reasoning is... You know, just picture yourself um, on either sideline. Um, you know, in the gold seats on either side of the of the field. Now, in order to look at any of those video boards, you pretty much have to cock your head either to the left or the right. Um, I don't like that. I think it's a really big missed opportunity to go with one big video board at one side. Um, you know, as much as I really think Notre Dame Stadium needs the video boards, and I think they're a really cool idea, and I think it's really going to help the atmosphere and Kind of help the school move forward and into this new century. Um, I don't want to see something like that. I really have been a proponent of having four video vo- video boards in the corners. Um, you know, with the, with these two big structures going in on the eastern and the western side, I think there's a really good opportunity to kind of anchor video boards on each side of those. And now picture yourself back in those, those those gold seats on either side of the stadium, and all you have to do is kind of like glance up a little bit. You don't have to swing your head to the left or the right. Um, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a handful of stadiums that are like this now. Um, I know Alabama has stuff in the corners, and I think, you know, just from an aesthetic point of view, this is the way to go. Um, you know, I, I know people are, a lot, are pretty worried about a, a giant video board on one end. And kind of what that means for the stadium and how loud it's going to be. I think if you had four kind of medium-sized video boards, similar to the way Alabama has it, um, you know, it looks a lot nicer. Kind of doesn't stick out. It's not a sore thumb. And the big thing for me is during during games, you don't want people kind of you know turning their head every time that a play's done to have to look at the video board. And uh, with the the boards in the corners, it's a lot easier to just kind of glance up and look at. Um, a replay or whatever. You don't really have to crane your neck the whole game. Uh, So I think that's a... Hopefully that's something they uh, have considered. Now, that second concept that's floating around the internet, um, the two big... The two big difference that I've noticed, um, it's a really terrible picture, so I I wouldn't even... uh, I don't think it's even worth it to search it, especially if we get some sort sort of a plan uh, or the concept this week. Um, There's a lot more... uh, building on the southern part of the stadium they've made it a lot more bulkier um, it doesn't seem to wrap around the stadium as much it still looks the same as that first concept um, and the first concept you can see there's a little bit of the uh, the ground level exposed of the uh, that first renovation and you can see the upper bowl um, is still exposed there quite a bit the second um, the second one that's kind of out there is uh, kind of very similar. doesn't wrap around as much. But the front of the building kind of comes out a little bit more. It's bulkier. It's not as uh, smooth. You know, there's a lot of complaint about that and how it doesn't look uh, as good as that first one. And um, You know, people calling it look like an old hospital or a mine temple. And there's a little bit more on the... Uh, you can see a little bit more on the eastern side as well. Uh, a, more of a block kind of got built on to... Where that press box would be. Um, nothing too crazy, but, you know, it looks like you could fit you know, multiple classrooms in there or something to that effect or meeting rooms, whatever. Um, so those are the, the big changes. The other thing is in the you can't really see it too well. It looks like the old scoreboard, well, I shouldn't say the old. The current scoreboard is in the northern end, just kind of floating on top of the bowl like it is right now, which leads me to believe that that isn't... Um, current concept or a concept that they decided to go with after showing that first concept like they I don't see why they would remodel show us the first concept with the two video boards and with the premium guys close to Notre Dame saying that there's going to be two video boards in that northern end and then have this other concept with what looks to be the same exact scoreboard just hanging up above the northern end so i that kind of is a signal to me that that's not what i this isn't what uh, the of renovation is going to look like. So if you're worried, that's me trying to uh, soothe your fears that this this isn't what the renovation is going to look like. Um, uh, I think you know some people think that they look drastically different. I don't think they really do. The angle's a little bit different. The first concept is really high up in the area. I mean, you can see Touchdown Jesus. You can see the library. You can see the... The Basilica, you can see the the Golden Dome. This second one is zoomed in quite a bit more. You can barely see the scoreboard on the northern end. Um, It's kind of more to the side a little bit, so I think it makes those buildings look a little bit more bigger than they actually are compared to that first concept. So I'm going to wrap up the podcast. The only other thing I want to talk about is they mentioned that they might have a visitor's tunnel um, in the – I believe they said it will be in the southeast corner. I think that's something that would be really cool. I always thought it kind of stunk that Notre Dame had to share the tunnel with another team. Um, you know, Maybe you won't have any of those crazy run-ins like they did in 1988 with Miami, but um, I think it's kind of a thing where you want to take ownership of the tunnel and have that something be uh, that only Notre Dame players can do um, and, and the band as well. So I think it would be a really good idea to, to build a, a tunnel um, down in the other end of the stadium. And I think you know, pretty good idea to maybe move the locker rooms down there too. You know, maybe force the players to come in the north end and walk all the way through. And, uh, you know, little things like that I think can help uh, psychologically. So um, I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, this is our 24th episode. Hopefully, uh, we'll see something this week in terms of uh, a plan. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we have to wait a little bit longer, but hopefully there's something uh, this week on it. Um, and if there is, we will. Have it covered on one foot down and have people talking about it probably for the next week. So uh, this is Eric, and I will see you guys maybe in another week or two on our next 25th podcast. I'm going to call that the Rocket Ishmael Podcast. All right, I'll see you guys later. I'm out. (laughs)